Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs! Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi. I'm admit Molly's right-hand gal and co-host of the show. Every week, we talk about the fun and fantastical side of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we use all of those ingredients to make a mystery recipe together. So far, we've talked about water, brown sugar, walnuts, and oats. Can you guess what it is yet? We have a great episode for you today. First up, our official ingredient guesser, Ava Lee, is back to help us figure out this week's theme. Then, Champ is here to get granular in today's scoop. And finally, everyone's favorite climate change-fighting butter knife is here for another edition of The Sustainable Solution. Plus, I have a run-in with a conspiracy of lemurs. Uh, what with who? To the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. into a trance-like state there, Molly. Mystery recipe. And we're back. So, Mitzi, lemurs? Okay. So, I did not exactly have a run-in with a conspiracy of lemurs, but I was watching a TV show about lemurs, and it was very interesting. So, I did more research on lemurs, and I found out some really cool facts about them. Like, the island Madagascar is the only habitat for wild lemurs in the world, and that female lemurs are the ones in charge, not male lemurs, and that a group of lemurs is called a conspiracy of lemurs, which is so neat. That is very interesting. Do you know what a conspiracy is? I do. Mostly because when Susie was interning, she'd help teach me words I didn't know sometimes. A conspiracy can mean that you join in a secret agreement to do something wrong, but it can also be when things act together toward a common goal. No wrongful act required. Awesome job. Susie would be proud. Thank you. Oh, I do miss Susie. Not that I don't love all our interns. I just miss certain ones sometimes. Or, no, I miss all of them at certain times. Like when I talk about pancakes, I miss Parker. And when I eat cheesecake, I miss Greg. And when I use a big word Susie taught me, I miss Susie. Anyway, one thing I don't know is why exactly it's called a conspiracy of lemurs. I bet you can find out. I bet you're right. Listeners, Molly, I'll be back. I'm going to do a bit of research. But while I'm gone, you can probably start our next segment. Folks, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. Have fun. Bye. That's right. For Guess the Ingredient, I am going to play three sounds, and you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Hmm, 
Any guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up Ava Lee. Ava Lee is 11 years old and lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Ava Lee. Hi. How's it going? Good. What about you? Going pretty good over here. Thank you so much for being here again for Guess the Ingredient. Are you ready for your first sound? Yes, I am. All right. Let's dive right in. It sounds like somebody's dropping something or somebody's eating something. All right, let's keep that in the back of our mind and listen to the second sound. That sounds like a train. It does sound like a train. It's it's a machine of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. I like where your brain is. All right, let's listen to the third sound. Okay. It could be ice and like maybe like melting ice. It sounds like something boiling. So it sounds like something boiling or like melting ice, both of which to me have like snappy, crackly, and poppy elements to their sound. You're probably getting close to a guess here, but in case you or our listeners at home haven't quite figured it out yet, I have a few hints for you. This ingredient is known for the sound it makes when milk gets added to it. It's made from rice, which is a cereal grain, and it's also the basis of a particular marshmallowy treat that you might find at a bake sale. So, with those hints and our three sound clues, can you guess what ingredient we're focusing on this week? Rice Krispies! Yes, it's actually crisped rice cereal week here at Mystery Recipe. Excellent job. Rice Krispies is a popular brand name for crisped rice cereal. All this week, we are going to be talking about this crispy cereal made from puffed rice. You might recognize it best in a cereal bowl with milk, but there are lots of different recipes that use this crispy puffed rice as an ingredient, often to add some texture. And we'll also learn a little bit about rice this week, too, since it's a common part of many different types of cuisine around the world. So, Ava Lee, now that you know what our ingredient is, are those sounds making more sense to you? The first one, yes. Okay, so what's the first one? Like, the first one is, like, pouring, like, the rice crisps into, like, a bowl or something like that. You're totally right. And that second one? That second one's still, I don't know. Yeah, that second one is tricky. So you said it sounded like a train, which is right. Actually, the sound is a factory where rice gets puffed. So when you're making crisped rice cereal in a massive level, it happens in a factory. So that's the sound of the factory. Okay, I feel like that one was like melting butter and I like marshmallows and getting ready like to pour the, the rice cereal into it. I like how you're thinking because Rice Krispie Treats are a big part of what this is used for generally. But that was actually the sound of crisped rice cereal that just got doused in milk. So it makes that distinctive crackly sound when you listen to it. Okay. This was a tough one, but Ava Lee, great job with Guess the Ingredient this week. And we'll talk to you again next week. Okay.
with one answer and one piece of very exciting information. Awesome, let's hear it. So, a group of lemurs is called a conspiracy of lemurs because they'll conspire together to work against predators or other animals that want to eat lemurs, which I know, nature is a dangerous place, but honestly, how could you want to eat a lemur? They are so cute. Anyway, if a predator tries to attack one lemur, a whole group or conspiracy of lemurs will conspire together to attack them back. Wow. I know. Note to self, don't mess with lemurs. Not that I would ever want to because as I previously mentioned, so cute. Agreed. What's the exciting information, Mitzi? All right. So when I was researching about a conspiracy of lemurs, found out that there are lots of interesting names for different groups of animals. You're right. One of my favorites is a clouder of cats. Ah, I didn't know you knew that. Well, I didn't know that you didn't know that I knew it. I, uh, right. Well, I only know because of my research. It was new information to me. I actually knew it too. Hey, champ, I didn't know you knew either. I didn't know you would know if I knew or not. No. Do you know any other names for groups of animals, champ? Nope. Great! I'm going to go find more now. I'll be back soon, friends. Bye! See you soon, Mitzi. And hello to you, champ. It seems like it's time for the scoop. Who are we talking to today? Well, Molly, today I'm talking to Ricky, a rice cereal tree. Well, it is an absolute honor to be here today, but I'm just one grain of puffed rice here to speak on behalf of my fellow grains, which make up this treat. Together, we can build a better rice cereal future. Ahem. Ah, of course. And I'm joined by my good friend Christine, another representative of our fine treat. Happy to meet you, champ. Ricky sometimes forgets to tell folks that he isn't the only one who speaks for us. Nice to meet you too, Christine. Listeners, we'll hear more from champ and these rice representatives after this quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Driscoll's. Driscoll's berries are sweet snacks worth sharing straight out of the container. I told my kids, Olive and Toby, all about them while we snacked on some Driscoll's blackberries. Olive, did you know that Driscoll's scientists and berry innovators have worked for years to make a blackberry that is so sweet and delicious that all you have to do is rinse them off and you're good to go? You think these blackberries are good enough to eat on their own? Yes. Because they're so sweet. Yeah, Toby, do you like sharing snacks with me? No. The sweetness isn't just inside these Driscoll's blackberries. It's also in the moments they help make. Just add only the finest blackberries to make your everyday moments a little sweeter. Visit driscolls.com ATK to discover more. Hi. 
Hi, grown-ups. In our latest cookbook, Kids Can Cook Anything, we help you teach your young chefs how to cook anything, such as bike tires, fake flowers, even the concept of joy. Uh, hey, Chad, we don't literally teach kids how to cook anything. Oh, hi, Afton, deputy food editor here at America's Test Kitchen Kids. We do have 70-plus recipes in this book, but they are only recipes for food. Has your young chef ever wondered about the best way to chop an onion or separate an egg or even how to make fancy-looking chocolate pastry puffs for breakfast, an oven-baked chicken with teriyaki sauce for dinner? Kids Can Cook Anything, the new book from ATK Kids, answers all of those questions. Oh, wow. Plus, there's QR codes throughout the book that link to video examples, which make this way more than your average cookbook. But Afton, who's going to show me how to cook a bike tire? Hopefully, no one. Grown-ups, you can get Kids Can Cook Anything wherever books are sold or by going to atkkids.com shop. And we're back, and it's time for The Scoop. Take it away, champ. Thanks, Molly. Today, I'm here talking with a few representatives that make up this rice cereal treat, including Ricky and Christine. Can you two introduce yourselves? Well, I was as a just recently elected as a representative. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, my fault for not being more clear. Can I ask you two to introduce yourselves one at a time? Christine, can you go first? Of course. My name is Christine, and I am a recently elected representative of Rice Cereal Treat 214, elected by the Rice Cereal Grains in the Lower Right Corner District. I am proud to be the voice of grains in my district and am a strong supporter of strengthening our relationships with the marshmallow and butter that holds this treat together. Thank you. Thank you. Champ, those cheers are from the folks in my district. Awesome. Hi there. And Ricky? And I am Mr. Richard C. Grain III. But you can call me Ricky. I've been a representative of Treats 214 for most of my life. Just like my father and his father before him. My family has been devoted to center district of this treat since it was first created weeks ago. And we want to do right by those grains and make sure that folks making and eating this rice cereal treat and others know it wouldn't be possible to make and eat this treat without the hundreds of crisped rice cereal pieces in the center districts holding us all together. Yes, my fellow grains, you are welcome. I will always speak for you. I mean, speak up for you. Can you explain exactly what you are? How about you take this one, Ricky? I'd love to. I am one small piece of crisped rice cereal. Specifically, I am, not to brag, a Rice crispy, the most elite crisped rice cereal around. Not a fact. That's just his opinion. He thinks he's elite due to his brand name, but he's not. Fine. In my opinion. Anyway, crisped rice cereal grains start from one very important ingredient. Rice. The harvested rice gets cooked with a little bit of sugar, salt, and malt flavoring and makes a sort of paste that gets turned back into individual rice-like shapes. 
Then it gets dried, rolled, and toasted until we puff up. We are kind of like popcorn like that, though we don't puff up nearly as large as popcorn kernels. <laughs> wow, so you're not actually a grain of rice yourself. I am not. I am built from many different pieces of rice, and I'm proud of who I am. I just assume that you're made up of individual pieces of rice because of your shape. I think it's really cool that you're actually made from a paste of lots of different grains of rice. I do too. We might have different personalities and different feelings, but we're kind of a family and all made from the same stuff. It's true, and that's why people tend to look at me as kind of a head of the family. They absolutely do not. Well, perhaps that's just your opinion. <sighs> You're always doing this. You are not any more in charge than any other Chris Rice here. We are representatives who are supposed to represent our districts and the things that are important to them. But it doesn't make you more important than any of the grains in your district, my district, or any other. Oh, I was going to ask, uh, how is it working together? I try to work with him, but he's nearly impossible. He thinks he's so important that no one else's voice matters. He's not a good listener, you know? People in charge should be good listeners. I don't see why I have to work with her. She's so young and inexperienced. Well, it does seem like you both really care about the other grains, though. Of course. Absolutely. And it seems like you also take a lot of pride in Treat 214. And while Ricky seems to be very focused on Chris Rice cereal pieces, I want to acknowledge that we are not the only ones who work hard to create a delicious product. We have to work with other ingredients. I think Treat 214 is the best treat in the world. But I can admit that we can't be a treat without marshmallow and butter. Yes, Ricky. We'd be destined for a bowl with milk without them. Not that I think that's a bad thing. Oh, no, 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 of course not. It's just that you get super soggy and it's uncomfortable. And we take great pride in being crisp, as the name implies, and not soggy. Right. So you two do have common goals and feelings. And even if you do disagree sometimes... A lot of times. Most of the time. Even if you do disagree most of the time... You can still try to work together. You're right, champ. We have so many grains that make up this treat. We both just want to make sure we can have all of their voices be heard. And sometimes, I think we get a little puffed up when we are trying to make sure that happens. But at the end of the day, I know Ricky and I both want to help this treat be the best it can be. And so, even when we don't agree 100% with each other, we can keep talking about it until we can understand each other's concerns. And agree that mine are more important. Ugh, not true, Ricky. And I think that's our scoop for today. Rice cereal treats are made from crisp rice cereal, marshmallow, and butter... Chris rice cereal is made from a rice paste, and sometimes working with other people can be really hard. Thanks so much, Ricky and Christine, and of course, thanks to the rest of the grains here too. Back to you, Molly. 
Thanks, champ. And thanks to you as well, Ricky and Christine. Wow! Working as a group is not always easy. Unless, of course, it's a coalition of cheetahs or a mob of emus, caravan of camels, or a shrewdness of baboons. That research paid off. Sure did. There are so many good ones, like a murder of crows or a convocation of eagles or, oh, oh, you have to guess this next one, Molly. It is so fun. Guess what a group of flamingos is called. Guess. Give me your best shot. Hmm. How about a flutter of flamingos? Oh, that was a good guess, Molly, but no, not quite right. It's a flamboyance of flamingos. A flamboyance of flamingos. Flit around France for fun. Wow. Having fun with alliteration there, I see. Uh, Yes, I was, and it was just for fun. They don't really live in France. Hey, gang. Oh, hey, Kyle. What's a group of butter knives called? Uh, I don't know. But I do know that a group of owls is called a Parliament of Owls. (gasps) I love that. It's a good one. Nice to see you, Kyle. Likewise. As much as I love talking about all these animal group names, and trust me, I do love it, I think it's time for our next segment. That's right. I'm excited to be back to talk about how climate change, science, and our theme ingredient intersect. Welcome to The Sustainable Solution. Today, we're going to talk about reducing food waste. Food waste is exactly what it sounds like. Food that's not eaten that ends up getting thrown away. It happens on a large scale, like at grocery stores where they throw out food past its sell-by date and produce that is starting to get too bruised to sell, and on a small scale with foods at home. And one of my favorite ways to reduce food waste at home is by using leftovers in new ways. There are lots of ways to make leftovers into something new and yummy. Since it's crisp rice cereal week, let's start with rice. Say you made a batch of rice to go with a meal, but you made a little too much. Pop the leftovers in the fridge, and the next day, you have the perfect rice to make fried rice with. Freshly cooked rice makes fried rice too mushy, but day-old is a bit drier and is perfect to fry. Another example of leftover food that can be transformed into something new is stale bread. You might not want to make a sandwich with hard, crumbly, stale bread, but you can use it to make crunchy croutons, French toast, or even breadcrumbs. If you have spinach that's going to go bad soon, think about what you could use it in. Slightly wilted spinach might not be great in a salad, but can still be cooked up well. Could you add it to a cheesy omelet for breakfast? If you're making basil pesto for dinner, could you toss in a little spinach too? The best thing about using leftover ingredients is that you can get creative. You can even make it a family competition to see who can come up with the most creative meal or snack with your leftovers. More interesting, fun meals can mean less food getting thrown into the trash. Sometimes I'll even make a whatever's left in my fridge meal where I think up a dish that uses ingredients in my fridge before they go bad. So that's why using leftovers to make something new is this week's sustainable solution. Wow, that is a great reminder that, one, I need to use up the last few veggies I have at home, and two, I need to get more groceries because that is all I have at home. Thanks so much for that fun advice, Kyle. 
No problem, Mitzi. See you next time, Molly. Molly, I have to get this out of my system before the end of the episode. Get what out of your system? A gaze of raccoons, a string of ponies. I promise to you that these names aren't phonies. A muster of peacocks, a flock of lice. I wonder if there is a name for mice. Of course there is. It's a mischief of mice. Or just say a group. It's a roll of the dice. How cute would it be to see a prickle of porcupines all watching the movie based on the book Coraline? There are so many names and so little time. And somehow this is all coming out in a rhyme. Let me say a few more. I will be a boar. Speaking of boars, a group of them is called a sounder. Wait, that wasn't a rhyme. Am I starting to flounder? I'll wrap this up and talk about pups. Many hyenas make a cackle, many puppies a litter. I'll finish up now. Please don't be bitter. Big groups and small, I love them all, but sharing this knowledge I've acquired made me extremely tired. But before I can fall asleep, I'll count a flock of sheep. Thank you. One thank you all. And asleep, I soon shall fall. Wow. Mitzi, you have outdone yourself. Thank you. I am exhausted and also out of breath. Was I speaking too fast? It was very informative, but I may need you to write it down if I'm going to remember them all. I honestly don't even remember half of what I said. Got really into a trance-like state there, Molly. Well, it's a good thing this is recorded, and we can listen to it all again if we need to. But now, I think we're about out of time for today. Listeners, we'll be back with more snappy, crackly, and popping content for you next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we know it uses water, brown sugar, oats, walnuts, and crisped rice cereal. You'll have to keep listening to find out some more ingredients. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, feel free to share it with a friend or leave us a review, give us some stars, and tell us what you think about the show. Oh, we love hearing from you. Until next time, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Mitzi, and I am a starfruit, and Molly Birdbaum, who is a honey crisp apple. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a kumquat. Andrea Vavjan is a kanepa, and Katie O'Hara is a lemon, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Audio services are provided by Ultraviolet Audio, with sound design supervision by Matt Boynton. He's a nectarine. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, a banana. And additional engineering by Eric Gorman, a raspberry. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music, and Jonathan is a mangosteen. Our director of post-production is Hen Margolis. She is a pomegranate. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also a dragon fruit. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a watermelon. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a blueberry. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a mango. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's also a raspberry. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, Associate Editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger. Editorial Assistant, Julia Arwin. Photo Test Cook, Ashley Stoyanov. Test Cook, Faye Yang. And Managing Producer, Yumi Araki. This episode was written by Katie O'Hara. This episode featured the voices of... 
Kira O'Sullivan, Cam Hollins, Ryan Green, Tiffany Witcher, Ava Lee Wright, and Jonathan Cormer. Thanks again to our sponsor, Driscoll's. History Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Molly, do you think we could include a rumba of rattlesnakes and a stench of skunks? I'm sure we could. It'll be a slam dunk. What about a gander of geese or an unkindness of ravens? Absolutely we can, long as they're not misbehaving. Wow, Molly, your rhyming skills are on point! Thank you, Mitzi. Now, come on, let's ditch this joint. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.